Okay. <clears throat> All right. So from Bloom, this is Scabs, and you're listening to Love Rice. It's our podcast about love and life and happiness. And the thing about listening to people's stories that you just realize is that human beings are so cool. It's really great how so many of us turn our life experiences into projects. And, and a lot of times these projects, they just they give back to the world in big and good ways. And today's story is no different. We'll listen to a conversation between Dr. Kevin Skinner, the co-founder of Bloom, and Rhonda Haas, and he's the founder of Covenant Eyes. It's a company that focuses on educating and helping families protect themselves from pornography. So if you have been wondering about computer filters, uh, phone filters, device filters, or device accountability, or if you have a family or children, you know, you'll definitely want to listen to this interview. All right, this is Dr. Kevin Skinner. I've actually been using uh, Covenant Eyes with my clients for years, and it's nice to be able to actually talk with you and kind of get a little bit of background, because what I'd like our listeners to understand is uh, accountability. We live in a society today where really we, we give children devices, we have computers, uh, electronic devices, anywhere we go. And this concept of accountability and being responsible with what we're doing on the internet is a pretty big thing. I'd love our listeners to hear kind of your background and really what got you started. You guys are one of the fastest growing companies up in Michigan, I see. Yes, definitely. And, and what you guys are doing, you're changing lives through helping families and strengthening them and educating them about the, the dangers of pornography. Yes, certainly. Uh, I, I guess I'll start with a little bit of a story. Uh, on how I started Covenant Eyes, why I started Covenant Eyes, uh, and related to that, what the outcome of that has been, even for me personally, and I think you probably have experienced it as well, being a longtime user of Covenant Eyes. Uh, I lost my family in 1992 to a, in a car accident. My wife and two children were killed in a car accident. Um, and that, of course, was a life-changing thing for me. One of the things, one of the outcomes of that, and at the time I was uh, a Christian and God dealt with me in a very uh, uh, miraculous way through that time. He, God was very close to me during that time and he protected me from uh, the, the negative consequences of that. Uh, but uh, that being said, one of the things that I really took out of that was the value of family. That family is so important. Uh, and so I, I decided o- over the next few years to devote my work, my future work and ministry to uh, helping families. <laughs> and then that was in 1992. Uh, a, a few years later, I was married and uh, my wife had uh, three children from a former marriage. And then uh, we also had another child. Uh, by, by the year 2000, I had two teenage sons at home, and that was the year, actually, 19, December of 1999, uh, I got the internet in my home. I didn't know what an email was at that time. I didn't know anything about the internet, uh, but it, very shortly, I learned that there were dangers on the internet, even back then, the dangers of the internet, the, uh, the temptations of pornography specifically. And... So I started investigating what are the solutions that are available for my two teenage sons. And the only solutions out there were filtering. And the filters have a number of problems that I saw. Number one, uh, 
they really weren't that good. They overblocked or underblocked, so they really weren't that good. Number two, uh, they actually presented a challenge to teenagers to try to get around that filter. And then number three, once they do get around it, I don't know anything about it. I, you know, they're just getting around the filter. And so uh, I didn't want just filtering. I wanted accountability. I knew uh, from my own experience the value of accountability. Uh, I'm a great believer in accountability. I think accountability is just simply a good, a part of good parenting. So it was in March of 2000 that I started Covenant Eyes. So uh, March of 2016, it'll be 16 years uh, ago that I started Covenant Eyes. And the idea was accountability, that uh, software installed on your computer would provide an accountability report to me, the parent, for my two teenage sons. Uh, it also wasn't long before I realized this is more valuable than just for my two teenage sons. This was valuable for me because I have not, now I have had covenant eyes on my computer since I very first was on the internet. And as a result, I have never had any thoughts. It's like someone looking over my shoulder watching what I'm doing. Uh, I've never had any thoughts of going to pornography. You know, it just, it just doesn't cross my mind. And as I look back, and I think your experience now after years of use, uh, you could probably say the same thing, that that the benefit of that is that I can look back and I say, you know, I without covenant eyes, where would I be? Without accountability, uh, would I have been able to avoid the temptations of the Internet when uh, a a racy picture or ad comes up on Facebook, uh, the temptation to click it, uh, what would I have done with that without accountability? And so that's the value of accountability. And that's why I started Covenant Eyes, uh, specifically for my two teenage sons, but it grew way beyond that. Everybody needs accountability. You know, and I think to our listeners, uh, they may uh, not fully understand the difference between the Covenant Eyes accountability program and a filter. And I'd love you to kind of d differentiate and help educate them because a lot of people think, well, is it just a filter? And, and Covenant Eyes is way more than a filter. And I'd love you to talk through the process because what I talk with my clients about is you need to understand this is more than, I mean, a filter is only as good as a filter. You, your kids are going to be able to find ways around a filter. Mm -hmm. But accountability sophomores or software is very, very different. So could you educate our listeners on the difference between those two? Sure. Uh, and the main difference is that accountability provides a record of your internet use to somebody else. Uh, filtering just simply blocks access. Uh, and so now I have to say, uh, filtering has a place and in a, in a, few minutes, maybe we can address whether filters work or not. Uh, filters are important, especially for young kids and perhaps for addicts, uh, uh, sex addicts. Uh, but for most, uh, I start about age 13, 13 on up. For most people, 13 and on up. Uh, I believe accountability is the best, with, even without filtering. So filtering, you go to a, a pornographic site or whatever, and if it's pornography, it just simply gets blocked. There are so many ways around that. Uh, I'm not going to go into them because I don't want to. I mean, they're, easy. they're really easy ways. I don't. I don't want to tell people how to view pornography, but they're very simple. Uh, I mean, if I can do it, I'm not a technical person, and if I can do it, anybody can do it, and certainly kids can do it. Well, and and the 
I think for our listeners, it's important to understand even the very, very best internet filter, as I understand it, can only block up to 92 to 93% of all pornography that's given. That means there's 7 to 8% of pornographic websites that can be gone around because the filter doesn't pick it up. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's actually worse than that because uh, once you learn the ways around uh, the filter, it's basically 100% then. You, once you once you know the ways around the filter, a hundred percent of your viewing isn't blocked. Which means that mom and dad might think that this filtering is occurring and that their child's protected, but not at all. That's exactly right. And I've got some really good data on that, but I, I, that gets a little bit uh, digressing. I'll, I'll get back to that in a little bit if we have time. Uh, but accountability. Now, I have to say, Covenant Eyes does have a filter. The filtering is important. For young kids, uh, you don't want your young kids to be exposed to anything, and so we do have a filter that's available uh, with the Covenant Eyes program. That's no problem. However, the main thing that Covenant Eyes provides is accountability, and so let's use me and my teenage sons. They're no, not teenagers anymore, but uh, my teenage sons. My teenage sons use the internet, and I get a report. Well, let me. I'll tell you what. Let me use my a real situation. I have a 21 year old daughter. Uh, and she's in college. And so she has Covenant Eyes on her computer and her iPhone. We provide Covenant Eyes for the four platforms, Mac, uh, Windows, iPhone, and Android. And so available for all of those. Uh, she has it on her iPhone and her computer, a Mac computer. Uh, I get her report every week. And that report, the summary report, to begin with, the subject line of the email that I get tells me this report looks good or this report needs review. And so the subject line of the email itself tells me whether I need to how, take How action. much attention to tip, pay to it? Very often I don't even open the email if it says report looks good. Right. Uh, so it's very helpful to have that subject line. But when I do open it, I still do open it usually. And the reason I do, her report always says report looks good. Uh, but, uh, if there are any high scoring sites, any, uh, sites that are perhaps questionable, uh, those show up on a one page, uh, summary report. You can dive in and you can find the complete record if you really want to. We do have a detailed report that's available, but hardly anybody has to do that because the summary report lists the, the sites that are of concern. And those sites then are the sites that I might check into. And so, for instance, one that showed up on her report as being a, a, a mature site, not highly mature, but mature. We have different age-based ratings. Uh, that mature site, for instance, was a Josh uh, Duggar, a, a news item on the Josh Duggar issue of looking of going into Ashley Madison. It was a tragic situation, of course, um, but um, uh, that news item because of the language that was used in it did score you know you wouldn't want your eight-year-old kids reading that article basically and so uh, that's kind of our rule of thumb uh, and so i get her report and another aspect of her report and this is why i look at her report is it also shows the amount of internet use throughout the day hour by hour and i find very often her internet use is creeping into one o'clock in the morning two o'clock in the morning and she's a college student. And so I write her, an, I write her an, an email. Actually, just if you just reply to the report, it goes to her. And so I reply to the report. 
And I say, you know, don't you have better things to do at two o'clock? <laughs> called sleep, I think. <laughs> that's right. And so uh, that's very effective. And so I notice actually after that, uh, it, it stops for a while and then it starts creeping back in. And so to be specific, you know, again, to our listeners, you, what, what you want to understand here is this is more than a filter. It, it sends a report to an accountability person. And this accountability person is someone that they can choose. And it can be somebody, it can be more than just one accountability person that can get these reports. And it really just shows what's happening on their devices uh, throughout a, a period, a select period of time that you choose to get that report. And one of the things that I think is so beneficial here is you've got children. What's going on? What are they doing with their time? How are they spending their time? And that, that story you just shared is really what that is an example of, of well, one o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? You know, looking at these websites, whether, whether that's inappropriate or not. I know they're up at one o'clock. It looks like you can also see the usage. You know, you, you were on the computer for six hours a day this week. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And, and again, it, it's not, so it's not just what's you know the the sites they're going to it's also the time and you you get that report and the value of that is is just significant it really is uh and it it also shows for instance a question that uh we often ask people is do you know the top 20 sites that your kids go to every day uh, those top 20 sites are listed right on the front page of the report you know, and, and, and again, those don't, again, they don't have to be of concern, but it's like, okay, now I see what, how my child is spending their time. And, and I think that can be a meaningful conversation. It is. And that's the idea. It's a conversation starter. Uh, the whole idea of accountability is to develop a relationship uh, that, and, and I'm not talking about just internet accountability or covenant eyes. It's accountability. We need accountability in our lives so that uh, we can develop that That's the building uh, tool for uh, building relationships is accountability. Yeah, and it's an awareness of what's going on. So uh, something that, that you've talked about there is this accountability. Uh, do you have uh, maybe more uh, background there of kind of what really got you focused on this idea of accountability? You saw the internet, uh, and then you, how did you get into this company? What What is, I mean, what helped you kind of explode this? Because as I understand, you're in 150 countries. I mean, this isn't just some small mom and pa shop up in Michigan. I mean, you, you, you guys are worldwide. It is. Yeah, we have over 200,000 users in 150 countries around the world. Uh, uh, I've been in business all my life. Certainly not anything technical. I'm not a technical person, uh, but I do know business. And uh, when I uh, first got on the Internet, it happened that I had a young man working for me. I, I, have, I also have a ministry for pastors and missionaries. Uh, that we provide uh, a retreat and counseling center called Nehemiah Ministries. Uh, and everything we provide is without charge. Uh, and I had this young man working for me. He was 17 years old, working for me, doing maintenance on the property. And I also knew that he was uh, a, a real whiz at computers. This, this, he really knew computers. Little did I know that even at 17, he probably was one of the top 10 telecommunications experts in the United States. Uh, he was phenomenal, and he remains phenomenal. He still is uh, 16 years later. Uh, by the way, he's, my, he's also my son-in-law now. He married my daughter. So, But I said, his name is Colin, and I said, Colin, uh, you know, I've got a problem here. I don't like the filters. Is it possible to monitor where I go on the Internet? 
And his immediate response was, oh, yeah, we can do that. And so he went to my computer and he typed a few things. And three days later, he presented me with a report of all the sites that I had visited in those three days. Uh, and it was kind of a clunky, it was just a list of sites, you know, kind of a clunky report, nothing uh, as elaborate as we have now. Uh, but nevertheless, I said, Colin, this, uh, there are going to be a lot of people who want this. A lot of people who recognize filters aren't enough uh, that we really need accountability. And so I said, do you want to go into business with me? <laughs> so, uh, uh, little did I know what that meant in the internet world. Uh, it, it took uh, a long time for us to get profitable. Uh, I, I actually had a, uh, a, a good settlement from the trucking company that was responsible for my family's loss. And that provided me with the, uh, the funds necessary to start Covenant Eyes. And what a, what a way to use it to bless all of society. Uh, again, uh, we're talking with the founder of Covenant Eyes, Ron DeHaas, and he is uh, he's a guy that has been uh, changing families' lives by educating them. And it's not just accountability software. If you go to CovenantEyes.com, you can find a tremendous amount of educational material on protecting your family, helping your family, strengthening your family, you know, how to, how to talk with your wife and your children if, if you've been involved with pornography. I mean, you guys, you guys are content creators as well. You guys are, you guys are doing a lot of good at educating and informing people about what is happening, uh, in the world around them, especially with the topic of pornography. All of our educational resources are absolutely free of charge. Uh, we have ebooks on practically every subject you can think of related to pornography and sex trafficking. And all you have to do is come to Covenant Eyes. We have a blog that has uh, thousands, literally thousands of entries on uh, different topics uh, by many different authors. Uh, we have a number of podcasts. I believe you did one with Covenant Eyes at one time. And uh, so there is, there's a tremendous amount of information. It's all absolutely free of charge to anybody. You don't have to be a Covenant Eyes user to use it. Just come to CovenantEyes.com. And again, uh, to, to parents who are wondering how to talk with their child, how to how to you know go through this process. I, I, parents, if you're going to put a filter on your computer, it's really a wise idea to sit down with your child and and talk with them. Here's what we're doing. And now when you talk about Coven Eyes program, you just say, hey, mom and dad are going to know everything that's going on on your devices. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's not because we're trying to be controlling. It's because we love you. And, and I think that that's the message that parents really uh, c- can start to send to their children is we, we want to, this is a very important tool we have in our home, but yes. we need to know what's going on on it. Yes, that's right. Uh, let me give you some data on, uh, on, Filters. Yeah, uh, we we uh, I've been working with Josh McDowell on uh, uh, a, a summit that we have coming up in April. Uh, if if uh, and and where where is that going to be held? The uh, Set Free Summit is uh, go to setfreesummit.org. Anybody who's interested in learning about the issues of pornography and sex trafficking, it is going to be a highly solution oriented conference. Uh, it is in Greensboro, North Carolina, April 4 through 7, setfreesummit.org. Uh, we are going to have over 30 speakers, uh, internationally renowned speakers on the issues of pornography and sex trafficking, talking. And they are not going to just provide information. They're going to provide solutions. It is our goal that people would be able to look back at this conference uh, as being, and that it'll just be referred to as Greensboro the Greensboro Conference, 
because we hope that it is actually a turning point in uh, a cultural divide, that this will be uh, the point uh, the before and after which things are different in the, in the world of pornography and what, uh, what people are doing about it. So that is my goal. You know, and I actually met Ron at the End Sexual Exploitation Conference uh, in Florida a few months back. And one of the uh, things that I, I love you're talking about there is this concept of finding solutions. You know, we, we can talk about the problem until, you know, and as much as we want, but finding solutions is really what I think most of us are looking for. We really uh, have a society that needs more solutions. And one of the solutions that people turn to very often is the filter. I said I was going to provide uh, some data uh, on filtering. And one of the things that Josh McDowell and I have done is to uh, commission Barna, the Barna Group, to do a very large study on pornography. And this is a brand new uh, groundbreaking uh, survey that has been done on pornography. The first time that this broad uh, a survey has been done. Barna is going to be producing a monograph on this. All attendees of the Set Free Summit will receive that monograph for free. Uh, it'll be distributed and actually released at that time but I do have some data from that. Oh, I'd be very this, interested, yes. Uh, pardon me? I, I'm very interested. Oh, this is it's going to be fantastic. And so, for instance, the, the question, uh, one of the questions was, uh, does your family have a filtering software on your computer? And so Barna then sorted out uh, the people that didn't have a filter versus the people that did have a filter. Uh, and what was in, and, and then in addition to that, we also, we at Covenant Eyes provided them <clears throat> with over 500 people who have had Covenant Eyes on their computers for more than five years. Oh, you probably got that email. I don't know whether you took the survey or not, but you were probably invited to take that survey. Uh, but those 500, I, I, I look at those as the Covenant Eyes cohort, uh, and I refer to them as accountable families. Because accountable families are the type of family that would use Covenant Eyes in the first place for more than five years. They want to provide accountability. So I'm going to refer to them as accountable families, the longtime users of Covenant Eyes. Uh, so the data is surprising because uh, it, it, it clearly shows that while filtering might actually promote porno pornographic use, accountability software reduces pornographic use. 29, now listen to this data, 29% of the general population without filters say they seek out pornography at least monthly. 29% of the general population seek out pornography at least monthly. For those who use a filter, the number is 39% seek it out at least monthly. Uh, it, it's surprising, maybe uh, not to everybody, but to many people it's surprising those who use a filter actually seek out pornography more than those who don't have a filter. And even more alarming than that, of the, of the general population without filters, 54% of the general population say they never seek out pornography. 54% say they never do. The filter users, 0% never seek out pornography. Now, Part of that difference might be how they define pornography. There, that did come out in the study that different people, different groups define pornography differently. But nevertheless, 
the numbers are too diverse to be explained by just that. Uh, clearly, filtering doesn't work for many people. As I said before, it's fine for young people, but uh, uh, but I think for starting about age 13 and up, it really uh, it really might even promote the use of pornography. Well, Meanwhile, and, and, and the accountable families, those who use covenant eyes for more than five years, uh, had less than either group, less uh, uh, seeking out of pornography than either group. Yeah, and I would I think it's important for our listeners to understand an idea. When you put a filter on, your child typically sees it as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you know, when I, as a professional therapist who's worked with this for many years, I've actually had teenagers and even adults come in and say, oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, part of it's just the challenge of getting, you know, how, can I get around this? Can I figure out how to solve this puzzle? And, yeah. and, and that is part of what's arousing to them is getting around it and, and that sneakiness. Uh, in contrast with, hey, whatever is happening on this uh, computer is going to be recorded, and I'm going to there's going to be a report being sent to somebody who's actually watching over me. Yes, definitely. Three years ago, it was easy to get around a filter. Now, it, uh, it filters are uh, are being driven nuts. Uh, filter uh, programs are being driven nuts by uh, the the technological changes that have happened that make getting around filters so easy and filters don't know how to block it. Yeah. And and there's so much change that that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, there's no way that they can keep up with all of the changes on all the devices all the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's another aspect of accountability and this is accountability in general, I think, but uh, our, our data is specific to uh, the use of an accountability program on the internet. Uh, but it, it just makes sense that accountability works. Um, and that is what I found, again, from the, the Barna data, is that uh, accountable families who take the spiritual are successful in passing those values on to, their, to the next generation. Yeah. yeah. That's a very important thing. And the reason that's so important is that this data clearly shows that the general population, it's not so. The general population is not successful in passing on their values to the next generation. Well, that, but that, accountable, accountable that, families are. That is very valuable information. And, and so the, this conference, uh, the Greenboro Conference, as you're referring to, uh, is, is just about a little over a month away then. Yes. It's, uh, it, it's April 4 through 7. Um, and... Uh, in Greensboro, uh, and I will be there. Uh, we will have a uh, an exhibit booth there, and so I would welcome anyone to uh, uh, to join us in our booth. Uh, I'll be there, so uh, I'll be there the entire time, and uh, it, I would it, enjoy meeting your listeners if uh, if they come. Yeah, very, very good. So today we were talking with Ron DeHaas, the co-founder of Covenant Eyes. And to our listeners, uh, we want to help you understand that accountability is more than this idea of a person just reporting, you know, I had a relapse. Accountability is what's, what we're doing with our time, and it's being accountable to each other for, for how we are living our lives. Uh, so, Ron, uh, a couple of uh, questions I just maybe in, in closing today. Uh, if you could give uh, a family, mom and dad, any advice regarding uh, their 
their approach to talking with children about, you know, we're going to put this on the computer. Could you kind of walk our listeners through how parents could talk about this with their children? Well, it's, it's never too late, but uh, the younger you can start, the better it is. Uh, as, uh, if you can start at a very young age, just letting them know you love them and that accountability and a two-way accountability uh, you know, son, uh, I, I try to make my life transparent to you, and I hope that I don't hide uh, any sin from you. Uh, and in the same way, I, uh, I, I want you to know that uh, I am here for you. Uh, and so uh, that, that whole idea of developing accountability from a very early age uh, is, is very important. Uh, and it starts the conversation. It uh, in this world, it is so common for relationships to be hampered by internet use. And not just pornography, but just uh, uh, wasting your time on the internet. I think we're all guilty of it, probably. Uh, and so to be accountable to your time uh, gives a, a place to start a conversation. And that is the most important thing that we can provide is a, a place to start the conversation. Uh, without that, uh, without a conversation with my kids, how can I know where they're at? How can I know what they're doing? And that's just a part of good parenting. As I said, uh, accountable families, and, and not I'm not talking about just internet accountability, accountability in general, accountable families who take the spiritual formation of their families seriously are successful, and the data proves this, they are successful in passing on their values to the next generation. And that's what we need to do. We need to preserve good values. They're being, uh, good values are being shredded by today's society. You know, and one of the things I actually did in my dissertation is looked at the different parenting styles and the outcomes. And, and what you're really referring to here is parents who are aware of what their children are doing and spending time having conversations about why we're doing what we're doing. And I think there's there's a very valuable concept that you're teaching here is accountability is more than I just know what's going on, on the computer. It is we as a family are being accountable to each other. And, and that message is, is really comes out in this. This is just one way that we're being accountable to each other of what's happening uh, on our electronical devices. And that is a tremendous blessing to all families if they'll turn that corner and start to have that openness. Too many families wait until the crisis hits uh, before they come to Covenant Eyes. We get a lot of people who sign up for Covenant Eyes. And, you know, it's fine. It's good that they do. Uh, but they do it in the midst of a crisis. And it really needs to be understood that accountability is important to prevent the crisis, not just to solve the crisis. It does help solve crises, but boy, it is best used. Accountability, again, in general, not just internet, but accountability in general is, is it, it just knocks the socks off of uh, uh, temptations. Uh, it just, uh, it takes away all the thrill and the, uh, the secrecy of temptation. Yeah, and I think that's a very important point. This concept of secrecy, uh, my experience in dealing with hundreds and thousands of individuals dealing with pornography is the secrecy is part of the battle. You take away that secrecy and bring it out into the light, 
And what you discover is the temptations and the cravings go down significantly because I realize I don't want that in my life. And I, and that kind of relationship where people know what's going on is tremendously helpful. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and so everybody, I, I believe, needs accountability. I, I uh, You know, for instance, uh, so often one of the groups that comes to us in great need, uh, desperation, uh, is uh, a wife who has uh, found out that her, her husband has been involved in pornography for the last 20 years. Uh, that is, men don't realize how devastating that is to their wives, but it really is very devastating. And so to begin that accountability process, if, if there are any of your listeners who are uh, engaged to be married, that, that's the time to start accountability. Not Don't wait until after you're married and after the crisis hits. Start the accountability right now. And it's not the end of the world if, uh, if your future spouse is involved in pornography because uh, 70% of all men are, you know, that's, uh, and especially for the younger age groups, it's even higher. Uh, so it, 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 this accountability, starting that conversation and holding people accountable uh, that's the place to start. And boy, that only cements a, a, a relationship. Rather than destroy a relationship, uh, accountability done in love, it has to be done in love, but accountability done in love uh, is, is just fantastic for a relationship. You know, and when I talk with individuals, especially as they're getting uh, married, I, one of the things I tell them is, you know, you may think this is, you know, why would we put a filter on or why would we use something like Coven Eyes? And really the answer to that question is if you can establish this trust, this security very early in your relationship, your relationship has a better chance to have no secrets, which allows intimacy to yes. develop. Yes. A secret life uh, destroys every relationship. It destroys your relationship between your family, uh, you and your spouse, your kids. It destroys your relationship at work. It destroys your relationship with your ministry, whatever that is. Uh, it destroys your relationship with God. Uh, and it destroys your relationship with the inner man. Uh, is, if you are holding a secret life, um, it, you, you can't have the pride in who you are that you would have if you are maintaining strong accountability. And accountability just sucks, sucks the life out of a secret life. Yes, couldn't agree more. All right. Today, we've been talking with uh, Rhonda Haas, the founder of Coven Eyes. Uh, as I usually do with most of my guests, I ask this final question. If you could give individuals who are listening to this uh, podcast any advice, uh, what advice would that be? Huh. Um, boy, Co Covenant Eyes uh, is where I would start. I, I, there's really nothing like it. If, and I'm talking about internet accountability. Uh, covenant eyes on your computer will help provide accountability in your family. And it doesn't help provide accountability only in the area of the internet. It helps, it helps establish a relationship of accountability, not just on the internet, but in your life in general. And so it's a starting point. It's a tool. It's not the solution, but it sure is a tool. And then the second thing is, uh, for those who might be able to attend, come to the Set Free Summit, setfreesummit.org. Uh, you'll learn a lot in Greensboro, April 4th through 7th. Very, very good. 
I want to thank you for your time, Ron. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you today. And I wanted to encourage our listeners uh, to go to CovenantEyes.com. Spend a little bit of time doing you some research and learning about it. And then have a family council about how you're going to be accountable to each other. I believe you'll find great benefits. And as uh, Ron has pointed out in this podcast, there's research now showing that there's value in protecting your families by using accountability software. So, Ron, I want to thank you very much for your time today. You're certainly welcome. I enjoyed it. I love what both Ron and Dr. Skinner say about um, when you get into a relationship. They say, when you get into a relationship, that's the time to start accountability. And when accountability is done in love, it helps to cement security in that relationship and helps to deepen intimacy, which is so cool. I think that's what we all want. And as always, send us your podcast ideas and other thoughts to my email, which is scabs at bloomforwomen.com. The end. Wait, I I never know what to say here. Now you're just going to add it with a... Go be accountable to your life. Outro does sound better. But it kind of sounds like outro, like out of fashion retro, like a disco spaceship or something. Okay, where's the where's the end button? Stop, 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 stop.